What's up, friends? It's Sabs. Um, so, I want to start out by saying Happy New Year. Thank the Lord that um, it is here. Finally, we can shed the skin of 2020 and get that off of our bodies and clear our heads. There were some good things to 2020. I can I can pick those out and carry that. I can put all of the good things in like that little uh, pocket, like the little tiny one on the jeans, you know, in the front. That's like a pocket above your actual pocket. I could fit all the goodness from 2020 in that pocket. Um, but still, uh, I, I feel like today (coughs) (coughs) wow bless me I I feel like today um was that feeling of transition uh like when you come home from work or whatever and you take your bra off and you're like oh finally or like you know when you uh you can do that sweat you can pick that wedgie out with anybody seeing it's done and it's like man that has been driving me nuts so glad that's out of my ass now so that's where i'm at today anyway good things are coming now listen at me i'm stuffy and now i sound stupid well that pisses me off but anyway um so that was just you know something i wanted to share was happy new year to everybody i hope that this year just can just is positive i'm believing and thinking and putting out into the universe with all of my mind body and soul and energy that it's going to be a positive year for growth and prosperity um speaking of which I wanted to make this segment also about something that happened last night, and um, it put a lot of stuff in perspective for me, which is why I'm also saying I think that it was a good sign, and I think that um, 2021 is going to be a a good, positive, growing year. So, um, I'm very... I used to be an extremely religious person. I'm not knocking it in either way. I never speak or talk about religion to other people except Zach um, and my kids because I don't I don't do politics out loud. I don't do religion out loud just because I don't feel like arguing because regardless of what your stance is against anyone else that doesn't share it, it's going to be an argument and you're not going to change their minds. One of those things. I don't do it. Um, I don't care how anyone else believes. That's on you. That's your life. It does. As long as it doesn't affect me, it doesn't bother me. That's you. You know, I, I expect the same res- respect though. So having said that, and uh, putting that disclosure in there and getting it out of the way. Um, I used to be an extremely religious person. Um, I was grown up. I was grown up. What the hell? I was raised in church a lot. Um, And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be mean when I say this, um, but coming from the time period that I did, um, it was different a little bit. I am 35, so... It was kind of pounded and forced, you know, um, but I accepted it. There's a, I, I mean, I know it inside and out. I have a lot of things that I believe um, still yet with uh, the way that I was raised. But there's a lot of stuff that changed as I got older. 
I'm preluding this into everything because you'll understand the story better when I say this. So, having that in, um, in the, you know, little factoid in the back of your head, um, at, a, at a young age, <clears throat> I was extremely religious. Now, I'm extremely spiritual. There is a big difference. My mind is much more broad now, um, open um, logical, accepting, and my horizon is just so, 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 so much wide, just super, the ocean ain't got shit on my horizon, okay, oh my god, I'm getting stuck in traffic right now, and I'm gonna freak out, anyway, I guess that just means that I need a longer time to talk to you guys, so, <sighs> spiritual, I'm very, um, aware of that I have, you know, I'm very in tune with the energy and people's energy around me. I noticed that from a very, very young age. Um, I also noticed that I was a sponge for negativity. I, it made me um, sick almost. It, I could feel if someone was, if something wasn't right, if it was like uh, a lie or just um, someone was feeling bad or mad or whatever else I can just tell it's like a sixth sense I just know I can feel it so um I'm very in tune with myself I'm very in tune with how other people feel and and what they're projecting that's what started me um to broaden my brain and then something else happened um and when I was 16 I I met someone um I met a girl named Abby and we worked together at Wendy's um she when she walked in when she first got hired I was hired first you know I asked my friend I was like oh my god who is that guy thought he was so attractive and they laughed at me and they were like that is not a guy that is a girl and her name is Abby and I was like oh so immediately I went into that um, religious mode of where I felt like n- almost ashamed, almost like guilty because I was like, oh my God, I thought she was like, like romantically attractive, you know, but I thought it was a boy and that's what I, th- I was like, oh, I thought it was a boy, no big deal. Um, but as time passed, so I, as time passed, I, I got to know her and it, that attraction didn't go anywhere. And, um, it just grew. I was fascinated by her. I wanted to spend time with her. We would laugh and joke and play and write notes. And she would come see me at work even when she wasn't working. Um, and then like, you know, it got to a point to where we both knew it was more than, um, me thinking or feeling like it was just friends. It was more than that. We both knew that. Uh-oh, someone wrecked I-75 South. They flipped their car plumb over. Ooh, it looks not good. But anyhow, moving on. That was just a side note. Um, so we both knew. And then one night, it was uh, I had to leave. And there was this creepy stalker dude that always come into the restaurant and he would linger around, and I was getting ready to leave, and she was like, do you want me to walk you to your car? Because 
I didn't want to go outside by myself. It was wild. It was weird. And I didn't like it. Um, so you also have to realize as well, additional side note, we grew up in a small Bible Belt town. Um, it was very, very religious. So, um, we walked out and she walked me to my car and we were laughing and, and everything else. And I was in my car and she was sitting my, like arms in my window. And, um, she says, you know, I don't, I don't even remember what we're talking about, but the one thing that stuck out was right in the middle of me like laughing over whatever she was like um can I kiss you and I was like dumbfounded um but I said yes and she did and I remember um being so excited my heart was pounding like it was like the first kiss all over again just in general all the way um, and I left that, that night and I, on my way home, it was like, as soon as I got alone and by myself, um, I felt bad. I, I was like, I'm going to hell. Oh my God. I'm gay. I'm totally gay. And I was freaking out and and I never felt like that before. I never even thought of any other girls that way ever. And there was no other girls I ever thought that way of. Um, fast forward a very, very, very long time. And the whole point to saying this as well, and where all the side notes and preludes mix in together. Um, in my adult life, I started having a lot of, you know, me and her grew. She went to the military far away, grew apart, went years and years without seeing each other, whatever. What It didn't amount to anything. Um, I was too afraid. And it was too taboo. And... I liked boys as well. It wasn't something I was ready to... Whatever. That was just... It didn't work out. So, as an adult, um, I started having extreme nightmares. Not just, like, night terrors. But when I say, like, my dreams are the the most similar comparison that I can give to my dreams were, like, the insidious movies. Craziest shit. And, um, something that always haunted me as well. And one of the worst reoccurring ones that I had was about, um, one of my really good friends growing up in school named Neil Sloan. And he got killed right after we graduated. Um, and it broke my heart. And I kept having these dreams where, um, he would visit me. And in my dreams, like, he would never speak to me. He would just, like, we, we made eye contact stuff. And I would, I would talk to him and I would be like... Um, you know, this is not right. This is not real. You're not supposed to be here. You know, you can't be here. You're dead. And, you know, he would always walk away and leave without, um, without saying anything to me. And it would drive me nuts and break my heart when I woke up. Well, then all of a sudden, I'm going to get emotional on here. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and apologize. Stuff like this really tears me up. But anyway, so, um, one years down the road and I, I literally mean years that like it tormented me and for whatever reason this one night you know um I don't really remember what the turning point was in my life or what had happened but I had a dream and it was just like all the others only this time he he walked straight up to me and he said and I was like you're not supposed to be here like I always said you know and he he put his hands on my arms and he said I know he was like but I am 
And it's okay. It's fine. I'm okay. So you're okay. And I've never ever dreamed of him again. So it, um, I take a lot into dreams. I take a lot into them. Um, so a couple years ago, Abby got killed. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, she got killed and I can't, um, let it go. A lot of people don't, a lot of people don't know. I mean, a lot of people do. People that know me well, um, know about me and Abby and, and Zach knows and my ex-husband knew and it was just something that was like, okay. And I, I don't need any judgment from that whatsoever. I don't, I'm not looking for judgment at this at all. I have a point to make, I promise. Um, but it was a really horrific way that she went and in between all those years, we had reconnected and we had seen and it was great. And she was, um, I loved her and, and she loved me and everybody knew it. And it was, it was just, it was how it was, but we knew that it just wasn't going to work out with our lives. But we always talked about when it did, you know, in the future and, and it was all this and that. And it was just one of those things that I didn't have any closure on. And it just happened. And it was very tragic. And, uh, she, it, I didn't get to say goodbye. So, I started immediately. Um, not immediately. I had terrible days, terrible nights. And I, I did, I had a dream. And it was so similar to the way that Neil's was when I dreamed of him. And I thought to myself, I cannot, I can't go through this. Like, I just can't. And, uh. She wouldn't talk to me at first, and I was afraid. And I had one dream about it. It was just, you know, like the one. It was just the one dream. I was having a meltdown in real life, like my conscious life. And it was um, right after the funeral, and I had a dream. And she, we were sitting in the back of a truck, and we were just having a good time like we always did. We were laughing and joking and the whole nine. And, um she looked at me and she said you're gonna be fine and uh it's okay I'm okay you gotta let go that's what she said and she didn't say anything else and um I thought I I hadn't you know that was that was like right after funeral like I said a couple years ago and um I needed that. That helped me then. But, like, it's still really hard and not something I'm able to let go of really easy. And, like, um, I talked to Zach about it, and he is wonderful. He helps me so much with this situation. Um, He doesn't judge me for it. Like I said, I've never had any other relationship like that growing up I thought it was wrong I was taught that it was wrong and everything else and it's just not when you, love is not wrong it isn't and my brother is gay and when he came out it I think it made me feel uh I think that's what made me feel so much closer to him not the fact that I was 
like one of the first people he had told but the fact that I um I didn't feel alone in how I felt for her anyway I'm getting off track so the whole point and when I started off saying when I was first starting on the podcast was the good (laughs) this turned into something sad and I can't hardly get through talking about her without getting upset but last night I had a dream of her again and it was so wild that it was on New Year's Eve and I had a dream because I the way that she died just seemed so unreal and so unfair and like it just wasn't true you know like and I think maybe that was why it was so hard for me to accept but um I dreamed that after all this time she came back she was in Hawaii and then she came back and um she was seeing all these people like meeting these people like talking to her friends and everything else and I was like what in the world like I would see her like on people's snapchats and shit in my dream and I was like what the hell why is she not coming to talk to me I should have been first but then um I was at home and she walked through the door and uh she said don't be mad she said I know you're pouting she would always be super honest and she knew how I felt all the time she said I couldn't see you first because if I come and saw you first um I wouldn't be able to leave you I wouldn't be able to see everybody else and she had a big scrapbook and it was all these pictures and all these things that we had done and she just said I know I know I've been away and it's been hard but it's gonna be okay I'm always here and you know um, going through this year going through 2020 uh, I do not even want to think about how I sound on this recording right now oh my god but going through 2020 and at the at the bottom of the pits and things like that and being mentally exhausted and just you know physically exhausted I needed that so much and I, I needed it to come from somewhere I needed some sort of push that I, I think that I believed and you know, everybody right now is like, it's going to be okay, and we're going to get through this, and I think it doesn't register as much, just because we've been hearing that for an entire year, um, but I needed that, and what I was saying was, is it came right at the most perfect time, New Year's Eve, and also how I take dreams so very, very serious, and I, I truly think that they are messages from wherever they may come from that we need to hear and I needed that and it meant everything to me and you know um it made me think it made me go back to the very beginning because you know car rides do that when when you're on the road but I was just thinking about you know how much she had changed everything about who I was and who I am all because I thought she was a boy at first and it made me question everything and it it changed my entire life and it 
thinking about it right now, it's just like, you know, I feel so bad for close-minded people. I feel bad for the person that I was because I had a notion that love was bad in a manner that I didn't even realize. And it's not. And I think that that dream tells me so much about myself me being upset trying to get this out and talk about it even though like I'm happy about it I still miss her I'm happy in my life oh my god I love Zach more than anything in this entire world it was just different and um sometimes you don't even know what you need until you get it and I think I needed her to Um, show me different depths of myself and I guess the whole point and where I was going with this today is you know be open-minded let 2021 come into your life without any sort of doubt without any sort of expectation um let the universe wrap itself around you and just accept what comes your way with a positive mind and a positive attitude and go into it thinking with your whole heart and mind and your and every ounce of positive energy that you can that good is coming and it's going to be okay because i think when you allow those things to happen even if it goes against what you think is going to make you happy or goes against the grain of what you've had embedded within yourself you never know what might happen. You never know what might change. But you have to let it. You gotta let you gotta let it happen. Don't be your biggest um shield. And if we go into twenty twenty one thinking that, well, nope, nothing's gonna change, it's still gonna be shit and blah 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 and everything else and letting it keep weighing us down, we're gonna um we're gonna cancel out all that good and all that the bad energy is going to trump that good energy that's trying to break through because we've got our minds closed off. I'm sorry. I've been a big crybaby. Um, it was just such a, like a, a tidal wave of, uh, thought and emotion with one little dream. And I, I had to go all the way around the river bend to let you know about it or you wouldn't going to understand. <laughs> and you know what? That probably didn't even make any sense whatsoever my story and I'm definitely I'm not going to go back and re-listen to it because I will puke at how I sound so (laughs) I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday I hope everybody um has a wonderful new year and I hope that today and and maybe this podcast in particular hit home a little bit for somebody or maybe somebody needed to hear it I don't know um but I needed to get it out And I did. And you know what? I feel good. I feel so much better. And uh, I'm not ever going to stop letting her teach me things. Her positive energy resonates still every time I need it. And I'm just going to accept it. And let it continue to change me and help me. And I hope that, um, I hope that maybe that's what you guys do. I hope that you find a positive source of energy from somewhere and you just utilize that. And it it can 
be a great ripple effect that changes a lot of things for you. So, Happy New Year, and I will talk to you guys soon.